2: Besties? Besties. One, two, three. I don't know shit about
0: fuck. What up, regarded faggots? I like sucking. Legit bad podcast. What's your to by Carl's Jr. I like China. Welcome to Costco. I love you.
3: Hello! Welcome to Legit Back. We are back. It's Did you been, say Legit Back? But we're Legit Back. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks. We just kind of took an inadvertent break, and that's fine. I'm Joe. Jen's with me. Hi. Guest hosting is Andy from the Deep Chair. Uh, so I've been on vacation this week. This is going to be a weird show, because I don't... I'm rusty. It's been a while, and uh, we'll just see where this goes. But we've got a very special guest. Well, first, we'll bring in Andy. Andy, how's it going, brother? Thanks for joining. You're on mute you're still on mute sorry about that
4: how's it going <laughs> thanks for having me guys
3: Of course. Of
2: course. thanks for coming
3: always appreciate somebody stepping in especially the always. last minute but our, our very special guest so this dude does epic fucking shows and when I first found them a couple of years ago I was looking at him like there's no way this is an eight-hour podcast that's fucking <laughs> ridiculous but I was excited because I'm like cool I don't even have to change my podcast all day I can listen to one show about 9-11 all day and he does it like no one else because I do an hour and a half show, and I'm beating them like ready for a nap. I don't understand how they go for eight hours, but no more ado. Gordo from those conspiracy guys, what's up, brother?
5: What's going <laughs> on, everybody?
3: Oh yeah, nice floor. <laughs> <laughs> what's
5: great. Yeah, great to be here. Uh, so we're going to be here until six six hours. This show is going to be.
3: Uh, sure. You can keep going. Five, I'll
5: just dream yeah. up and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> inflate one of those neck pillows from the the airplane or something like that yeah go on yeah Uh uh (laughs) coffee yes
3: you're doing great go keep going uh before we get started though i mean as if you need an introduction i'm sure anybody who listens to our show has heard of you but tell everybody what you guys do besides epically long shows
5: oh i mean the show is a, a like a comedy history podcast using conspiracy theories as a lens which with which to view the world uh I mean if anyone is into conspiracy theories you know you're into history because all history is conspiracy basically it's all a, a, a well constructed lie the noble lie uh, that we've all kind of just kind of capitulated and agreed to and uh, you know there's a there's a an overarching system that we're trying to explore and explain and the show deals with stuff like Celebrity deaths and assassinations, uh, like basically anyone who knows a Clinton, uh, we're talking about like uh, you know the, the the massive false flags, you know the the, the you got your nine 11s you got your JFKs, you know you got your um, and then like weird kind of science stuff, your simulation theory and um, you know quantum physicsy type topics as well, and and then we do like um, like celebrity, uh, not celebrity, but like conspiracy celebrity retrospectives you know of a, of a show we just did recently on Rasputin and like you can't talk about Rasputin without talking about you know the hit the whole history of uh the the the, the Romanov uh, dynasty the 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 sires of Russia and all of that kind of stuff so you think you're going in for one thing and you come out with another thing uh as you can tell even by this explanation it's very long-winded but very detailed <laughs> and uh heavily researched you know we do like 10,000 words of notes per <laughs> episode is like a half a thesis wow. and uh we go hard, we go long, uh, like Ron Jeremy's, and you know it's it's all good fun and crack, and it's like facts sprinkled with comedy, lubed up with fucking anecdotes about wieners, and uh, jammed into whatever orifice is open at the time you decide to press play. So it's uh, you know, I don't know if you can write all that on the back of a fucking cornflakes box, but that's pretty much what it is. You know,
3: I, I'm gonna write write that verbatim in the show notes. No, I'm just kidding yeah it's really it's really long and then just
5: have like four stars after after it yeah
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, i'm still wondering how you guys have anything to even talk about like you've been going for some years now and you still manage yeah. to pump out long ass shows like you guys do 100 percent more research than we do we just get on with people and talk but you actually look into this shit so that's my um, research into you guys
5: this, this is the thing now without disparaging anybody without because i know i'm live here on rockfin we got a lot of creators on rockfin i'm not talking shit I'm not a little bit of shit. I'm talking like not shit but I'm talking about like a fart that followed through kind of a thing. Like a like a voluminous fart. Like fart like shit particles but not like I'm not talking full shit here. But there yeah exactly. Who has a fucking fart button? Amazing. I love it. I have I several. <laughs> nice. It's more like a like a kind of like a like a a juicy one, right? I actually Marino have that one. too. That's the that one. All uh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wet lips, that's exactly what it is man Wet lips Um. So some conspiracy theory podcasts end up taking somebody on Who has written a book or has done a thing Has been to a protest and it's like first person Documenting of something that, that they've done Or somebody has done all the research and they ask them on Come on on for, for a show and like let us glean your knowledge In a kind of a, an hour long based format It's advertorial because they're like, well, I have a book. I want to sell it. You guys love that kind of topics. How am I going to advertise to you? I'd be a guest on your show. We do a little thing and you buy my book and you get a podcast and it's quid pro, quid pro quo, Clarice, right? And you get your, you get your promotions. I do have a, a version of the show that I do with interviews and stuff that I would like to do more of, but I don't do the show like that. I kind of go and read the books and synthesize the information myself. And it's like, you know, these things where you say, if you can explain it to a, a five-year-old, you, you really understand it. So I try to get it down to that type of level and also like taking all the knowledge from all around the conspiracy universe uh, that I know and kind of link things together and try and have some suppositions and some kind of you know, guess guesstimations about what's actually happening. Uh, but it does end up bringing me down some weird alleyways and some weird you know, rabbit holes because I'm following the I'm following the rabbit down like i'm I'm reading the thing i'm reading the books i'm finding the the studies and there's some people like um uh, like greg carlwood who actually like reads the actual books you know when he's doing the interviews yeah. with people like i made greg carlwood amazing uh, um so he's like one of the top in my mind top interviewer because he's actually synthesized he comes he comes with the information he knows the questions he's asking he's not just letting someone rattle off some some you know blurb about their book and then there's guys like um james corbett who, who like I'd be more of that kind of I would aspire to that kind of style because that motherfucker is like making information. Do you know, he's making brand new shit that no one's he's like, did you know this and this and this is connected to this and this and this and you're watching this fuck. I remember watching his YouTube channel like six or seven years ago going like. Is, is this guy how come this guy doesn't have his fucking Discovery Channel, like his history channel show like the top quality hour long two hour long documentaries animations and fucking all this stuff. his 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 show on on oil and how oil works are on the monetary system on the federal reserve and how that works like both of those are fucking world class like top level amazing yeah of, amazing so that's what i would aspire to is that type of style of show where i'm synthesizing the information and getting smarter as i go and um do you know, it's it, the whole thing about understanding is like you have to build on a, It's like a college course. You know, you you learn your thing and then the next the next semester you learn another thing that kind of slightly changes the opinion you had of the old information and builds upon it as you gain knowledge. Because if you just start at the end and everyone says, look, at, they drink the children's blood because it's awesome and it fucking gives them the fucking blah, 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 and they go into another dimension. If you got told that now, you might not believe it. You're like, no, I can't believe it. But as it goes, just drip feed it. And then at the end, you're shown, like, the fucking answer to the universe, and you're like, oh, of course. Do you know? Yeah. It's one of those things you have to, you have to get a piecemeal, or else you blow your mind, like in Highlander. Oh, end, I feel like... like that. I know everything! Like... <laughs> <laughs>
3: Most of us aren't very surprised by anything anymore. Uh, if you've been in this game for a while, I imagine you're somewhere on that level too. Just like, oh yeah, that actually makes sense. Like they, they do this to kids and they drink the whatever. And you know, not to get dark today, but it, nothing surprises me. I would I would totally believe it if they had un you know unarguable proof that that happened. I'd be
5: like, yes, that makes sense. I can see yeah, that. I mean, is there not already proof? <laughs> That's the thing. Like it's um, it's dark it territory. And you have to protect your 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 mind palace against these these uh things living in there. Like as soon as you know something and you can't unknow it.
4: Yeah. Like, what I'm oh sorry, go ahead.
5: No, 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 that's what I'm saying. it live in your head and if you don't have, like have a put away, like pack put all the toys back in the toy box, it can fucking fester and and start destroying childhood memories and <laughs> start giving you like you know, crazy burnout or depressions or just apathy and like um like intellectual burnout, you know, I've I, I kind of been suffering a bit of that where it's just like, is this the fucking same shit? And I've been telling everybody and nobody's listening and they're all going on the same shit. And the people, and even still, even still, after the last two years, they still are like, yeah, come on. Yeah. Kamala Harris is a nice person. Yeah, come on.
0: <laughs> we did it, Joe. <laughs> we did. We did it,
5: Joe. Like, fuck that cunt. Fuck Nancy Pelosi. Like, how can you look at those people and not realize that they're satanic, like, lizard monsters or whatever? Um, Fucking Nancy Pelosi with fly hands, like... <laughs> you're crying. You're crying. Like, how can, you, how can you not? But then at the same time, you're telling everybody, and they're like, Ah, oh, maybe it's just, you know. And you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just fucking uh, uh, blood, blood vessels popping in your brain, <laughs> destroying childhood memories, because you're like... How can you not understand this thing? Like Johnny Mnemonic, you know, we've got to delete a part of your childhood in order for you to understand how evil Nancy Pelosi is. You're like, (laughs) like, that's how it works. Andy, sorry, I caught you off there. Oh,
4: not at all. No, I was just going to say that I've noticed since being in this game and kind of being curious and looking into different topics for things to research or or present. uh, There's like, there's a lot that I won't click on because of like certain content or something like that there's stuff that i won't watch and i'm the horror movie guy i love all that kind of stuff i'm you know obviously know that the world is really fucked up but there's like some really dark territory that really almost none of us really talk about you you only get these like weird instagram accounts that are like talking about all this dark shit with all this creepy footage that might be real you know all the ch- child yeah. stuff and everything the- the- stuff, it's like the- oh my god i hear children screaming for the first three seconds of this video i haven't seen anything
2: i'm out of here like like the skippy
5: video did you watch skippy did you i seen that video?
4: i don't know
2: i have i have regrettably watched that video
5: Jeez. yes Skippy, I
2: had a hard time with Skippy. I don't know.
5: One. I had a with the kid in the shower, kid in the shower cubicle, yeah. and John Podesta's like, You call me Skippy, I'm your daddy now. And you're like, What? And I'm I'm trying to be like, How can I? How, we take that for a loop and we put it into some like, you know, boom bap, like be like, pff, pff, pff,
0: pff, Skippy, you call me Skippy, pff.
5: just mix it up or something, you know, some <laughs> fucking Podesta remix, like. But yeah, anytime
4: anytime uh, that stuff is shared, it's only from like (laughs) accounts with like four, five, six, seven at the ends because they had to keep like making new accounts because they're just getting completely railroaded immediately.
5: Yeah, of course. Because it's like, uh, you know, child abuse on Instagram. It's not cool. Like all those lively, like risky clicks on Reddit or you're going down like mad, like, you know, fuck my shit up or fucking uh, uh, some, some, you know, took too much or whatever these subreddits are. And you click it lively because there's somebody like, Peeling off strips of their own face and eating it like fucking, oh, you know, bit, like wow. <laughs> like like a beef jerky, you know. And, like, yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, humanity's fucked. You know, yeah. <laughs> ready to remain hopeful. You're in hopeful.
4: Yeah. Dudes chopping their own dicks off and stuff. On, yeah, on yeah. A cutting board. Like I've seen that. That was enough. Hey,
5: the Pan Olympics, man. You get the, yeah, yeah, get the thread and just wrap it around a hundred times and your dick just pops off like a fucking hot dog. Like. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> It happens what? but you see the thing is I, I we're stealing our minds to this stuff
0: yeah that's why people yeah. look
5: that stuff up there's a there's a there's a certain um there's i, I mean we're already deep right will we keep going is this oh yeah okay let's get let's keep digging right there's a certain there's a certain thing i think in a lot of us right where we realize conspiracy people we realize like there's a certain element of the world that's unforgivably and irreparably fucked, right and i think it started maybe in the mid 90s early 90s and there was like this apathetic kind of gr- the grunge movement where it was basically like uh, you know absolution of all um personal hygiene personal responsibility personal you know um like the finance game was fucked up, people couldn't buy anything we hadn't got any money we were just coming out of the 80s recession and uh it comes in like 30 year cycles right so like in the in the 60s there was this hope and there was this change like yeah feminism and yeah civil rights and yeah we and there was a little bit of progress and then through the 80s all of that stuff got recessed so we're in this again this this I think spiritual psychological depression in the 90s and most of us had our childhoods there, we're all in our 30s so like we were born in the 80s and grew up in our formative years, early teenage years in the 90s being pretty despondent pretty hopeless and that's a place that we're all very comfortable in so if you're if you're exposed to that stuff at a young age, that's that's the, that's the kind of, uh, that's your comfort zone, you know? And um, It's easy to go back there. And sometimes, you know, like, uh, you're. that's why ketamine is such a popular drug of people of our generation, because it's just like, I want to be nothing. And as we went through the 2000s, there was again a buildup of hope. There was, you know, dot-combo where people started buying stuff. We got to 2008 and it was like, God, again. And we were at the time when we should be Leveling up as a generation, we should be buying houses, getting married, having families. When instead, we were all told we're financially fucked. Uh, the world is fucked, finance is impenetrable like the financial world or owning property is impenetrable. Uh, people started like mass migration, nobody was you know staying in these countries because we'd gone to college. And I mean, God bless anyone in America went to college anytime between 1999 and 2008. Because you motherfuckers are six figures in debt, never to pay off. You have a fucking house worth of of, of debt, like a mortgage worth of debt to pay off for a degree that's kind of like not really useful um, because everybody has one. And uh, so there's, again, another layer of despondency, another layer of of basically just like check out demoralization, just demoralize the whole population. And now we're coming into a time again where it's like you can't do nothing about the war. People are protesting like meh. Uh, Massive things like school shootings, Ukraine, Roe v. Wade, it causes like maybe a week's worth of outrage. There's only a week's worth of emotional response left in people because we're so burnt out emotionally from this lifetime of like boom bust emotional uh um you know, like an emotional economy that's been boom boom busting for so long. So we look at this awful stuff and we think it's totally normal, like the whole the whole generation that's coming up behind us, like young millennials, older millennials, young millennials, and older generation Z. There's, like, suicide comedy. You're all about death and destruction. And, like, we are all, all the comedy shows are all about, like, terrible, awful people. Like, uh, all of a sudden in Philadelphia, it's about the worst type of people. Like, uh, And we're like, this is hilarious. And you're like, no, it's not. It's fucking disturbing. And if you showed this in the 90s, like, look what was on in the 90s. There wasn't even black people on Friends. Do you know what I'm saying? It was so not edgy, right? And uh, now it's like everything has to be super edgy and super... Like crazy, like offensive and crazy, like "Always Sunny" is a very good example of the point I make. Like that type of comedy where there's like a murderer, a rapist, a like a, a a closeted gay guy who's like violent, uh, a a drug-addled, spastic who's fucking huffing paint and writing songs about spiders in his mind, like, and a you know a, a totally self-obsessed image, image obsessed kind of delusional, like, comedian woman who's willing to sell her body for, like, money to put babies in or what, all of these mad fucking, like, outer rim of human acceptability, right? And we all think, like, this is (laughs) hilarious light entertainment because our fucking minds are poisoned. We're all broken from just that boom, that uh, uh, emotional economy of boom bust. Like, our, our, uh, our emotional federal reserves are fucked. Like, the currency is not worth anything, you know? If we want to feel something, it has to be extreme. So there's a chaos on the outside that that we all feel and we're trying to push back against. Like, the world is in chaos. And we feel inside that it's wrong. We're like, what can we do about it? So a lot of people expose themselves to terrible things. Drinking, drugs, watching awful videos of cunts getting their face chopped off by Brazilian drug gangsters. All of these things that people will consume voluntarily Because they're like, I feel terrible inside. But I don't have a reason to feel terrible. (laughs) What's the reason for me feeling terrible? Is it because the world is fucked? Because I don't want to really admit to that. If I admit to that, sure, I might as well fucking blow my brains out. I know. I'm going to watch an awful video uh, about like a Colombian gang chopping a lad's skin off and pulling it up like a t-shirt and tying it at the top and filling it full of boiling oil. that make my anxiety justified, you know? So like... That's why our generation are looking that stuff up. That's why we're looking at this conspiracy stuff, because we're like, we need a reason to feel bad. I don't know what the next step is, but I've been looking back over this stuff for a really long time, trying to figure it out. Like, the world is ostensibly fucked. What are we going to do about it? Those are weird, dark. That is the
3: question. That's usually how every show ends, is what the fuck do we do about this? And nobody seems to have come up with a an acceptable answer for that yet.
5: Well, a lot of people go like, just burn it down, start again, and I'm like, no. They're like anarchy, nihilism, everything's fucked. Total communism that will fix everything. Just make everybody do fight, do a fight club. That's what they're saying. Do a fight club, and you're like, do you know what happens when you do a fight club? Millions of people die. Millions and millions and millions. It's like Stephen King's The Stand when you do a fight club. Do you know you you, you ruin all debt, ruin all money? A, a full global world war is probably what we are heading towards, I mean, that's what the, the leaders would have you engage in, right? And according to, uh, I, did a, I did a live show in London and Manchester last year and I like to, you know, when I'm doing these live shows, like take a concept from a book or uh, some kind of philosopher or some kind of, uh, you know, a, a sociologist and try and explain it and talk about it with the people in the room. So one of the ones I did for that show was uh, The Fourth Turning by Neil Howe and William Strauss. And uh, basically, it's about like looking at the generations of humanity and how they fit into these uh, like pretty, um, I guess, like pretty handily broken up uh, 80 year slots, you know, called saculums. So you take a saculum of 80 years, you split it up into four generations and the people born in those sets of 20 years all have a um, like a, a generational delineation. Like we have the boomers, we have the millennials, uh, we have our boomers, we have the Gen Xers, we have the millennials and we have the Generation Z. And each of them take a role within that 80-year cycle. Uh, and it always starts at a period of very high prosperity and advancement and progressivism. But it always ends in, like, a global world war catastrophe where population jumps down because of death through war, famine, you know, economic downturn. Um, we're at the period of the end of the fourth turning, uh, according to that book, which is, like, 2020. And uh, it's kind of looking like, kind of right. Like he wrote it in the late 80s, early 90s. It was published, I think, in nineteen eighty three. And he's basically going like, this, we're in the third turning. <laughs> Get ready from the year 2000. It's going to be the fourth turning. Uh, the last fourth turning happened, World War II. Uh, the turning before that happened uh, it was the Civil War, 80 years before that. And then 80 years before that, again, was the War of Independence. America so it's like you think about the generations think about what happened progressively you know you you look at like the, the different generations it all matches into this format of like a boomer generation a Gen Xer who rebel against that the millennials which are the soft emotional types and then the generation Z which are the silent usually the silent generation they're the ones who can't affect any change during the cataclysm but they're the ones that are left holding the holding the bag uh during the period of prosperity um, so yeah that shit fits the frame so like I mean without sounding really pessimistic a big world war is probably what's on the cards Uh, you know some China getting into Taiwan and kicking some shit off and we just blow a couple of billion on a load of rockets and uh, kill a bunch of people and then kind of start again from the rubble but I definitely think it's facing east America's gonna lose its empire ship and uh, these are the things like that I think about which is why the shows are six hours long <laughs> I guess like that. I'm aware this is live, so everybody's like, "Fuck this guy!" What the fuck, man! It's fucking tiresome. Night, relax with it.
3: No, if anybody's listened to our show before, they they can deal with a lot. I mean, okay. we're the hosts, so yeah. yeah okay, where does okay. that go, go, though? Where does that where does that go after the fourth turning? Does he just say you're fucked after this? And that's no, no. It goes back
5: to the first <laughs> turning, which is the, the, the hope okay. that they was bringing. Like I have a, I have a show on my feed, the live show from from Manchester, where I did when I talked about that. Like, obviously, we're in the fourth turning. It's a terrible, awful time. The shit's going down. I did this show last October, and I was like, "Okay, we're due a war. Probably going to be in Ukraine." Said it on stage, and I'm like, "Because that's what it's looking like. They're setting that shit up since 2014." Um, also, like the <laughs> you know the Bidens have all their money in there. The Pelosi's, the John Kerry, and the Bushes, and all those motherfuckers their money through sure it. So, obviously, that's going to be the place, you know. And uh, what comes after the fourth turning is. The like a great period of prosperity and, uh, and advancement, usually. So, like, think about the 50s, the late 40s and early 50s how many laws were made, how many societal changes, how many technological advances, like, the p- p- people's standard of living went up because everything crashed during war, everything was fucked. It was kind of like a fight club moment where you know he, he, he's standing there with uh, with uh, what's her one's name, Marla, uh, you know. And uh, the, the Jack, I think, I think the guy's the character's name is Jack. Is like Jack's swollen colon or whatever. Mm. But I don't need to give him a name. But in the book, it's Jack or whatever. Uh, so Jack and Marla are standing there watching all the fucking buildings fall, the credit card buildings, and they're like, "This was a good thing to do," you know. Um, that's kind of what they're expecting. Where an empire will fall and another one will rise. That's kind of what happens, you know. Yeah, and it
4: I mean, seems like the same characters maybe are running every one uh... of them. Like they just kind of sit back and let it all fall and they're like, okay, here we go again.
5: Yeah, well, look at this. this is part of the conspiracy thing. Like right. So you're looking at these things like you could look at you could look at it in the micro and the macro. So you look at the micro, which is like, let's look at the dollar, let's look at the petrodollar. Let's look at uh the petrodollar being made insignificant because petroleum is being devalued. So it was gold up until 1971 until the Bretton Woods Agreement was dissolved and then it turned into petroleum after peak oil. And if you're going to, you know, to disengage from petroleum as a way to set the value on the back of your currency, what's the next thing going to be, you know? um. So you can look at it in the micro as like, you know, nickel and dime dollar Federal Reserve, like quantitative easing and fucking Janet Yellen's dry flaps or whatever. Sure, you know, Let's look at it that way. Or you could look at it in the macro, which is pull back a little small bit and go, who's behind that all? These dynastic families that are beyond royalty, that are beyond politics and presidents and kings. These guys that have, you know, fraternal organizations that span over hundreds of years that are passing down information from one generation to the next, where they benefit in the short term in their own lifespan. But in the long term, they're benefiting their organization and those affiliated by sharing information over hundreds of years. If you know over decades, if not centuries, because that's how you generate generational wealth is over over centuries. Not you know, some cunt buys an NFT and sells it for 80 grand and then buys like a big chain and is like with some fucking diamonds on his teeth going gang gang, motherfucker. And you're like, no, son, like that's a waste of money. You need to be having like eight kids, train them all up in like banking, send them to loads of different countries <laughs> to do you know, a Rothschild on it. That's how it works, you know. Um, to look at how those bigger things operate kings and 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 kings and princes and presidents like that's the macro that's the the history aspect of the show that I like to look into we just did like i said the one on rasputin and looking into the romanov family like all those motherfuckers are german <laughs> and then looking into the the kings and queens of england they're all fucking german the kings of germany they're all english English Germans, Saxburg Gotha, like everyone's fucking related to everyone. They're all riding cousins and having fucking cleft palates and inside out ears and fucking webbed fingers. And they're all like, the the kings of everywhere. Like everyone's related to everybody. Nobody fucking knows that shit. Nobody knows the Queen Victoria, the most English of English women with her little fucking bussy and a big fucking arse like Lizzo going around in her five foot two and she's a massive hole on her. Nobody knows that the bitch had a fucking German accent. She was fucking German, man. She was part of a German family and in her nieces, her grand nieces, they were all sent off to loads of different countries to, to take fucking sperm donations from German lords and Dutch and Danish lords and Russian princes, just dumping ropes into these fucking German inbred cunts and a uh, pop, sparting out little babies that were ended up being like claw handed fucking telidomide princes of Europe. Like, and they fucking run the world. Because they're just like oh yeah if you're going to go And marry your cousin Wilhelm And he's going to blow up, and you're going to have nine babies And all of them be called Wilhelm And they're going to go to be the princes of all the other Countries everyone's called Wilhelm Like it's fucked up dude and nobody knows that yeah. Nobody realizes that until they Start looking into it a little bit and then it melts Your face
3: And then you Ooh. shut down because you don't want to have To acknowledge that what you just Found out was true so you go exactly. back to doing what you Did before and yeah exactly.
5: And then, And then of course like They'll fucking confuse you by saying shit like the earth is flat. We didn't land on the moon, Do you know. And you're kind of like, oh, okay. And you go off down this way because it's too hard to fucking the real stuff. The, the real history is the thing that I'm very interested in because it's tangible, it's provable, and it's nice to speculate and go like, maybe there is aliens. Oh, maybe we live in a simulation. Do you know this shit of like, how can they fit a car with like two people, a driver and a passenger? in between the white lines on the road and you can fit a bus which has four people and like 60 and the thing in the same thing like the fucking simulation is broken they're not supposed to fit like it's fun to think about that but you're distracting from what's actually happening which is the fucking German cunts are the princes of everywhere Do you know like look at look at, the, look at the lads that run the world now like you're talking about your Bezos you're talking about your musks you're talking about your your gates like look at who their fucking parents are look at who they're related to do you know Elon Musk, stive was a fucking slave owner an emerald mine uh, uh, magnet you know he's all, all of his family were all fucking like slave owners like that's where he got these first monies from uh look at bezos man bezos like bezos is so deeply cia it's not even funny really yeah look at who jeff bezos dad look up jeff hold on now. jeff bezos da. i've
4: never looked into him
5: look up jeff bezos dad i just
4: know he's like doctor evil looking you know
5: <laughs> yeah with his one good eye who's Jeff Bezos's <laughs> bird father Theodore Jorgensen uh who oh, was man. uh yeah yeah Theodore Jorgensen what's what's he again he was something weird
4: he was a German something <laughs>
5: uh it's interesting we, we do live googling
3: I love it this is what we do
4: <laughs> sometimes you gotta right
5: Sometimes there, it's there, like there, this is
4: too important to just flub over. Let's get the right. Yeah, thing. yeah. I
5: want. I want. If I'm if I'm doing it, like I know it's live. So you're like you're like oh, and you see my eyes. I'm like uh, enhance, enhance, like fucking CSI <laughs> or some shit. Like bring it in, turn it around, zoom in, enhance, like this kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I I can't find it now, but I send it. I send it to your people later. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, Jeff oh. Bezos I was into some shit like, um, you know, all these guys are part of DARPA. Like every motherfucker in, in, in Palo Alto. They all have like a a, a a DARPA fucking past. Like they all got they all got like groomed by the intelligence community. Like these modified like all of this shit. It's so um insidious. But you don't nobody wants to look into the history of it because like then they they won't be able to use Instagram anymore. Cause they're like, Well, I like it. I like using TikTok, but like the new TikTok terms of service that came out last week or the week before is like yeah so um we're going to take all your information and we're going to actually like uh go through the messages that are in your phone as well and basically if you accept this to look at more bitches with big tits doing this um like you can look at those titties jiggle but also we're going to get access to every fucking single thing in your phone including like your geo location data we're going to glean your text messages and emails if this is installed on your phone we have everything and um yeah, and, if you, like, titties, you know? Like, that's two weeks ago, like, the new... The um, the, the the American government is actually banning, like, going to be banning, banning TikTok, the FCC, because the terms of, of service... I thought they did that, like, two years
3: ago. I thought they yeah. were going to ban
5: it like, two years ago. They were, and then TikTok changed their terms of service, but now they snuck it in again last week. FCC is uh, banning TikTok. Hmm.
3: So as fucked up as that is, I just assume already that anything on my phone is out there in some government agency or some corporation already has it i don't have tiktok but i don't think it really matters i think apple probably
5: has all my shit you know i mean yeah but we are you okay with that everyone's just okay with that because we've all been demoralized to accept that as the normal
4: well it's also like how can you you can go buy your own land but who are you paying for the land and you're paying for it monthly you know property tax and like everything's owned it's all it's all we're in the matrix regardless right
5: yeah but but Saying stuff like that and then understanding it is two different things. I know you might say it and, and and you'd you understand it. But a lot of people are like, Yeah, man, we're in the matrix, man. So what does yeah, that I mean? Know. Oh, I got yeah. a I got a black friend, he's got a shaved head, and, and <laughs> you know, I, I like using old phones, man. We're in the matrix, bro. I like long have a long like I have a long coat. Yeah, we have a long, magic, long problem
4: of people taking things literally instead of metaphorically <laughs> yeah. and allegorically. Yeah. A long history of this.
1: Yeah.
5: Uh, so federal, federal Communications Commissioner, uh, so the, the, the main the main motherfucker uh, at the FCC, uh, is basically like man Apple and Alphabet, which is the Google parent company, to remove TikTok from being able to be downloaded from the app stores uh, because it's now with the new terms of service that got released last week. Uh, it's an unacceptable security risk. Because they changed the fucking terms of service so they can get everything in your phone. So if you haven't installed it on any of your devices, they just waited. They tried it like a year and a half ago and then and then they got caught and they were like, oh, okay, let's pull back a little bit. We wait until they're, you know, and then just fucking all of a sudden. So the FCC are trying to take that shit out. That's uh,
4: weird. Is the FCC on our side?
5: <laughs> no, they're just like, <laughs> they're just like, they don't want, uh, that's the link there. I just said there. they're not, um, they, they're like oh the chinese are taking the data we want that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't want to share it we spent all this yeah. time Audition. making these cons by these fucking phones like uh and then they're just going to come along and make an app and just get ahead of it. it's like no way we've we've conditioned these people to give us their information you're not just going to sweep in at the last minute at the end you <laughs> know do you know, you Gosh, get yeah. it? Like, do you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, so like not, the, the mad thing is like everybody knows like, yeah, man, you know, you cover your, you cover your camera so people don't have videos of you jerking off. And then, mystery of all mysteries, there were some, like, in two thousand and twelve and thirteen, I remember there were so many of, of the people we we like I knew girls that were putting like little stickers on the cameras. I was like, why are you doing that? Because I don't want people looking at me through their camera. I'm like, why would you think that? Well, Edward Snowden says they do that. I'm like, okay, cool. Fast forward seven years later, and they're fucking fingering their pussies for six ninety-nine a month on OnlyFans and going like, yeah, it's a legitimate business, and sex work is real work. So and I'm like, what was all the fucking stickers on your laptop for then you stupid content? <laughs> why were you trying to protect people money, spying it. on you? And now you're voluntarily showing pictures of your fucking gash, like can't get it for free. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't, let him, I wouldn't let him leak it. Like, hi, FBI guy. Mm, and just go out and fucking... You know, <laughs> my, my, FB, my FBI agent is delighted. It's just loads of me going like... Ah! Like, that's your thumbnail as well when we're for the show. Uh, <laughs> blowing ropes. It's just... It's, yeah, blowing ropes. It's just... It's, it's bonkers, like, to be demoralized the fucking society enough to be able to go like, yeah, I'm going to show pictures of my wide-open arsehole. Like, you'd be able to see my dinner for six ninety nine a month. Like, that does not make a goddamn bit of sense. And the, way the people feel empowered by doing it. I'm like, I don't think so, bro. I don't think so. Well, maybe that's my prudish Irish sexual morals. But I just think for as long as people were like, oh, my God, they're, they're looking at us through our webcam. And it's like, now you're showing yourself through your webcam. But, but they made you feel like you were in charge of that. They fucking brainwashed you into thinking that you were, it was your choice. Like, that's what fucking abusers do. That's what pimps do. That's what pimps do yeah. to their fucking whores, to their hookers. Bitch, b- bitch, better hit my money. Is Wayne Brady gonna have to joke a bitch like this kind of shit? Like they, 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 will fucking they'll slap you a few times. You know they read. You ever read that Iceberg Slim? You ever read Pimp by Iceberg Slim? No, it's a book. It's a book by this pimp, and his name is Iceberg Slim. And uh he, uh oh, careful now. He basically tells like uh if you've ever watched. I think the bird, uh, what's it called? The bird conundrum or something like that. It's the Dave, Dave Chappelle special uh, that was released in 2017 and he's sitting on a stool downstairs in the comedy store. Um, uh, Iceberg Slim. you the link here. I did on Amazon because fucking Bezos, yeah. the, Bezos get the twist here. There you go. Iceberg Slim. Pimp. The story of my life. And it's basically this pimp that was like, this is how you fucking control people. And if you read that as like a voyeur into the sexual, the sexual actions of, of, of hookers and, and, and prostitutes and sex workers. Uh, but also like from the mind of a pimp, he's like, yeah, what I used to do is I used to get a fucking, a wire hanger <laughs> and I just bend a wire hanger and I, I, I'd fucking, I'd beat a bitch with a wire hanger. And and, and wow. he said, like, you know, you only have to do that once or twice, like, and they'll never misbehave again. And um, Dave Chappelle does this thing in in, in his special he talks about, like, how, how many, how many fucks a prostitute would have. And it's like Iceberg Slim was able to look at a woman and go, she ain't got nothing but 200 fucks. And he knows, like, after she has sex with 200 clients, she's going to be mentally broken down so much that she's not going to be any good to him anymore. So he knows, like, right, the first 100 have to be, and you'll get it. And then the last 100 and the last 20, she's starting to break down and starting to be, like, all, you know, like, you know, PTSD. And the, and he's just, like, so he doesn't go hard on the abuse. At the start, he has to, like, break her in like a horse. And, and later on towards the end, he's, like, he knows when she's about to fall off. So he kind of pulls back a little bit on the abuse. If you read Iceberg Slim's pimp and you transpose that concept to the, Control, the political control mechanism, the psychological mainstream media control mechanism that's been used on us over the last, say, let's say, three years. Exactly the same, man. They came in March 2020 and they started the fucking, they had a wire hanger and they fucking tore strips off us. Put us in, like, and, but, and then when we were like, hey, this is too much, man. Started having protests in the summer. They were like, okay, you can have three weeks outside. Go on. Get yourself, here you go, baby. Get yourself something nice in the stove. Go down and get yourself some nice shoes. Get yourself a nice, get some cocoa butter. Well, you know, lather yourself up. Get your nails done. Get your hair done, baby, for the summertime. And then come September's like, bitch, where's my money? You know, get back in the house. You're locked down again. And there was this fucking cycle of like, you know, and everyone became super hyper vigilant. Uh, that happens when you're getting abused. Like you look, every everywhere is a fucking danger. Like you're looking where what's going to happen and where where's the next slap? Where's the next fucking wire hanger coming from? Like that that uh, you know, it made people end up going like, what's a legitimate way to earn income? I show pictures of my asshole for six ninety nine a month because I can't go to work. Like, blows my mind.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so when you're you were talking about uh, uh, going,
3: no, I just was gonna go back to what you were saying. um Why we'd be okay with like knowing that our phones are constantly tapped or something. I, it's not that everyone's okay with it. We just, I just think nobody really knows what the fuck to do about that. Besides, literally going full. Uh, what's dude's name? The Unibomber. What was his name? Like going Ted full. Kaczynski. Yeah, going full off grid and just mm. you know. Going away from society, which is something we dream about doing all the time, but it's actually really fucking expensive to do that. So most people don't have the capital to be able to do that. I don't know what your thoughts on going completely off-grid would be. I don't even know if that's
5: possible in Ireland. but or Oh, here, it's totally possible, but the, the thing is, they've made it prohibitively expensive. Why do you think that is? Why do you think it's so hard, lads, to eat healthy food? Why is, he- why is the healthiest food so expensive? And then this shit is really cheap. Like, you can buy potato chips and burgers and, and fucking milkshakes. You can buy, you, you know, uh, pre-processed food and Twinkie, hostess Twinkies that last for a thousand years. There's always jokes in the zombie movies about that shit. Oh, yeah. And then you can't, you can't, you go to buy, you go to buy, you know, vegetables and, and uh, non, non-battery non chicken and like non-fucking-antibiotically uh, blown up beef. Like, i don't know what i don't know what the fuck is going on with the american food shit at the moment like you see all those uh, food processing plants all being burnt down through arson yeah. le- you know electric uh, electric failure and shit like that planes where where, all,
4: where are all the interviews with co like uh employees at these places by the way i don't just not to take us down any sidetrack but like not a one where are the people that worked at all these places not a peep, nothing. And at least not from what I've been able. How to find many people
5: work? How many people work in those places? Thousands? Are they illegal immigrants oh, yeah, so they maybe. can't say anything because they're afraid? Is there people coming along saying like, "Look, if you're not going to say nothing about this because we have some shit on you, uh, are they mm. are they encouraged to engage in uh, illegal activity? Like everybody has something, you know. And well, what
4: if it's maybe like, uh, "Oh, we're closing the plant this week. Oh, look what happened. Oh, no one was in the building, so no one knows what fucking happened.
5: Yeah." Yeah, like uh, uh, none of those things are going property. So let's close. Like, there's a map. There's a crazy like hot. I um, uh, see. I might have it here in my my, in my pictures uh, in my images. I sent this. I tend to save everything, you know. Um, there's like a hot map of uh, where all of these fucking uh, venues, all of these food processing plants, all get all get burnt down. And you look at the map and uh, all across America, there's hundreds them, like since 2019. Uh, i trying to find it here. Um, food processing.
3: Well, it's just part of it. I think we talked about this on the last show, but it's just part of the uh, multi, multi-pronged, you know, takedown. You've got the gas thing, the yeah. diesel oil shortage that everyone's yeah. talking about now.
5: It's all and- manufactured. It's all manufactured.
4: Yeah, it's the fall of the West, and it's really kind of disturbing how how many times I still with everyone, you know, sharing everything and learning all this stuff, I still see so many people kind of like sharing these gotcha moments where it's like, yeah, see, this politician said this. It's like, yeah, but they want you to know they're full of shit. They want you to lose faith in all of it. The whole system is going to break down. So it's like when people try to be like, Oh, well, we could get him in-, in trouble for this. That's what they want. If, if they, you know, loose face. It's actually a good thing. Like there's no way that your governor in California thinks that he's convincing. Well, maybe he is, I don't know, especially in your state in California. Maybe yeah, he is I mean, convincing a lot of people. California. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't oh,
3: know. Yeah. I'm so going to throw, yeah, throw it up on the screen here. Cause that's wild. I've never seen this one. That is quite a bit i can zoom in on it a little bit here holy shit i mean look at the u.s it's all over the place but the u.s especially
5: like it's the destruction of the food system like and then having uh, like tying these mad shits together you know like bill or bill clinton this fucking (laughs) bill gates being the the largest landowner in the u.s like what the fuck is that is he is he going to be like the the cockroach number one cockroach farmer for making those fucking snow piercer like gunge bars for people to eat when you can't when you can't eat fucking chicken or beef anymore meal like, or granola bars
0: mm. yeah
5: yeah mm. Every, every, mm. you know what that's why that's why i think joe rogan is so famous they're allowing him to still be so famous because there's some kind of thing in the back of our minds that remembers fear factor and that's the food that we're going to be eating going forward so just say like, just keeping that into consciousness you know that trauma of watching people like eating those mealworms that's why Remember that's why we're hissing cockroaches
3: yeah, oh. yeah 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 Mickey D's <laughs> near you
2: it's already it's- at McDonald's did you see any McDonald's or Burger King's shutting down with all these meat
5: shortages yeah I saw
4: that it's like KFC's. okay gee what a surprise like how much meat is actually in those burgers anyway that you need to shut down over it
5: but 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 it's the mad fallacy. Then you look at the fucking, you look at the um, the actual like, what would you call it? The, the concept behind not consuming meat is like having a plant based diet, a vegan diet, a, a climate change. We're we're actually saving the planet by not doing that. Meat cow farts are destroying planet Earth and blah blah blah. All of these like f- like false narratives. You know this fucking Greta Thunberg bullshit. To make soy milk apart from cow milk. Like cow milk is probably not great How for humans dang. to be consuming anyway. How dare you? How
1: yeah, you get the that in the
5: sound bar, that was some weird not milk. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Um to make to make to make almond milk takes uh more water to, to like to fucking milk the almond out. It's like loads of water uh, wastage. To get that to come out of there you know oh yeah uh, so way more than like cow's milk or whatever you're drinking cat's milk whatever the fuck you want like <laughs> i got i got nipples great can you milk me and um, <laughs> just have just having some fucking uh, uh you know soy milk like soy is like destroying uh south america like taking up all of this land you, you, it, it depletes the fucking nutrients out of the land because it's such a nutrient heavy crop so like whatever goes into the field after soy uh won't grow they have to leave a fallow so it's like how they're creating this new thing. It's the same as the petrodollar moving towards like uh, electric cars, right? They know that there's a certain finite amount of time that you can operate this way, right? 0.06% um, of the population are farmers and they're feeding everybody else, right? So for 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 petroleum moving towards battery power you're talking about like oh petroleum is really bad for the environment and you know crude oil and oil spillages and fracking and you know extracting natural gas and processing crude oil and blah 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 it's really bad and then the 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 emissions and all that stuff the carbon emissions and all we're ruining the atmosphere and blah blah blah, blah. okay cool What's the alternative? Uh, uh batteries. All right, how the fuck do you get lithium out of the ground if not true? Strip mining, the same process, uh blowing up the fucking ground, the same shit as uh, fracking, Put, putting, putting putting, fucking lithium into the water table in the areas that you're mining from. Huge gouges out of the earth to pull the shit out. Slave labor fucking, you know, ta- like Taliban whipping lads in the lithium mines. Like, come on, Joe Biden, pull out. Now you make battery, come on. Like, they're, they're, we sell to China, quick, hurry up. Like, it's no better for the environment than petroleum, but it's the cons that own it because they know that the fucking Saudis and the OPEC nations have oil on lock. So they can't it, it's it's an industry that they can't grow into. They can't grow anymore. There's no more fucking Texas oil, you know. And an, and another thing abiotic, have you heard of the abiotic oil theory? No. no. So When, when you were in school, what were you taught, now this is obviously, we're going on tangents I work my way back to what we were talking about, right? That's how we do
4: it. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way I know how.
5: When you were in school, what were you told that oil was made out of? Answer
4: bones. And
5: that is bullshit. It's bullshit. It's made out of algae. It's made out of plants, like, right? People don't know that shit. And then, in the 40s, the guys that were in charge in Germany, I don't want to get you dinged, so I'm not going to say it, but the lads who were in charge in Germany in the 40s. Right? <laughs> Their scientists discovered that oil is actually not a finite resource, that it replenishes because the heat, the pressure in those uh, tectonic movements, because it's not dinosaurs. Because if we say if oil is made out of dinosaurs and there's no more dinosaurs, when the oil is gone, the oil is gone because there's no more dinosaurs to make any more oil. But algae can grow and be compressed and turn into oil very quickly. So all these oil reserves that are seemingly empty the lads who were in charge in Germany went and started testing these other things. That's why they were going all over the world to try and test these things. They found out that that stuff was replenishing. So there's actually oil like back in those pockets. It's the abiotic oil theory, but you're not allowed to talk about it on the internet because it's actually associated with the boys who are in charge in Germany and it's considered like, I don't know, anti-Semitic or something. There's like some, there's some reason that you're not allowed to talk about that theory. Right. So, but isn't it more than a theory, though? Haven't they
3: actually done that, where they've gone to oil fields that have been uh, untapped for 20 years, and they tap them, and they fill filled back up?
5: Yes, it hasn't fill- been a thing we've done. But that's the thing. So, like, why move away from that? Why create a narrative of, you know, anthrop- anthropogenic uh, uh, climate change, anthrop- anthropogenic global warming? Like, It's not as if we haven't gone through this shit all before with Al Gore, and he's on his little cherry picker going... Uh, the water is going to be up to here. And everyone's like, ah, it's 2002. It's Nick thinking truth. We're all going to drown our children and our, our very heavy laptop computers. Right? Uh, never happened, man. It never happened. You're full of shit, Al Gore. You were hilarious in a cameo on 30 Rock. I'll give you that. But other than that, you're a cunt, a lying cunt and a cherry picker. Right?
4: Yeah, it didn't for yourself Park to call them out.
5: Yeah, why did we believe them? And then we believed them and we did loads of stuff, and it didn't really change. But it's a fucking again, like a, a you know, a great research shit. It's a transfer of wealth away from the lads who are doing the fossil fuel thing, away from like the fucking J.R. Ewings and the Sheikh Almod Hassad Alami or whatever. These fucking OPEC nations have that shit on lock, and you can't beat them. So there's no growth in that industry. So what do you do? Destroy that industry through false information or, you know, like mar- mar- you know, market forces, change the market forces, put everybody against that. If there's no cars to consume that fucking uh, uh, that fuel source, it, the value of it goes down. If there's no uh, if there's no cars being sold that use it as a fuel source because the people don't want to buy it because they've been propagandized and made feel guilty like they are the virus. Like these people, we are, we are the problem with the planet. Even us breathing in and out is destroying the planet. Like that fucking guilt That's fucking psychological abuse, man. That every breath you take,
0: every move you make,
5: you're a cunt. You're ruining the world. Every time you have a child, can you hear that fucking? Having a child, having a child is the worst thing you can do for the planet. It causes the biggest carbon footprint of anything a human can do. Don't have children. Tie your tubes. Roe v. Wade. You know this kind of shit? They're, They're making us feel like we're Mr. Anderson. You are the virus. Like when he's fucking peeling back, like the smell of it, Morpheus, you know, like we're being made feel like everything that's wrong with the planet is our collective fault. It actually sickens my shit pipe to look at a, an advertisement on a TV from a a, a a washing powder company, right? Like Purcell. I don't know. Do you have U in the U.S.? In the US? I don't think so. Like, like Tide, right? So to have Tide come on, and it's all like pictures of a glacier and like a, a well-fed polar bear and like an Inuit with a, a spear, like happy, smiling, like this kind of half-down syndrome-y looking. Hi! Like real happy, right? And scans across and, and they're like, Purcell cares about the planet. When you wash your clothes at 40 degrees, you're killing this Inuit and you're killing that polar bear because you're using energy. So what we've done is we've done some completely immeasurable changes to the chemical formula of our fully artificial and chemical gunge that you pour into your washing machine, by the way. But we've done some magical science stuff to make it easier for you to wash at a lower temperature and therefore save this polar bear and not be a cunt. So if you're a cunt, buy a different type of washing powder. But if you don't want to be a cunt, buy our one and wash your clothes 10 degrees lower, which, I mean, totally obviously is going to save the planet. Don't be a cunt, buy Persil. And I'm looking at that going, that gives me fucking hot diarrhea farts of anger to go like, how how emotionally manipulatable are people that they're going to go into the, into the supermarket and go, well, I don't want to be a cunt that kills polar bears and Inuits. So I'm going to buy personal and wash my clothes at 30 and then I'm going to have stinky clothes because they're not washing properly. Like how can that company use the guilt of, clo- of climate change to sell their fucking, do you know what I mean? Like that's how, that's yeah. how commercialized this thing has gone. So like if we're going to not buy gas powered cars and we're all going to go electric. Like that's purely a market forces change using propaganda to manipulate the customers into buying something different to take the power away from the guys that own the petroleum, which is what the fucking Chinese are using with Iran to boost the one to have a better economy than the American dollar. So the American dollar is now going to move towards uh, not like non petroleum based power sources. Like all of that stuff is all interlinked. And then we're buying personal and thinking that we're fucking class, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm going mental. Am I going mental on this? I took two <laughs> Alpha brain and I feel like I'm fucking like, and then, and then, and then, and you guys are like, mm, fuck, shit. What
1: the fuck? No, I'm no, revenue. we totally agree.
2: We talk about no, it all the listening. time with the commercials, especially. We talk about how ridiculous it is, how the media will spin something one way and we see people go like, oh God, this is how it is. And then the commercials just completely capitalize on it, whatever market it is. And you just see it across because we watch Hulu and stuff and we see it across whatever commercial we happen to have on and we're like oh my god joe started muting the commercials he's like fuck this i'm not even gonna Just listen to, your fucking listening
5: to him like stop i don't care we're about not gonna shit. pay
2: the five dollars to not have the commercials okay yeah but we're gonna mute
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's but it's, it's sitting in your subconscious though when you listen to that shit it is affecting people like and um like looking at Gre- greta turnberg's little pinched fucking pinched butthole face and like how dare you and, you know, like a to- she's a total actor, like her dad's part of Antifa, like it's a total fabricate, but nobody looks into that shit. Nobody actually looks into the science behind any of this stuff like a, a- um, uh, anthropogenic climate change is, is a manufacturing and and and, and marketing lie. And you, you look at like if anyone's ever read like Bernays, like Edward Bernays, like that shit is 100 years old and it's still being used today verbatim and it still works like a hundred percent effective and oh, people and that book propaganda yeah that Genius. book is a hundred years old and and people are still using it verbatim they haven't even changed it it's just like they apply it just to the internet instead and it still works because it's even better even better because it's it, we have it in our fucking everyone has an individualized feed now which is fucking Bernays he'd fucking pull his cock off with delight about having that if he had it could even have imagined some sort of a thing where we <laughs> Oh my God! will oh, personalize that's everybody's cute. feed. Yeah, it might him, be the he, title he, of
3: this episode. Pulling his cock off with delight. I mean, yeah. that's a, that's an Irish saying. That I mean, I mean, I don't assume it's an Irish saying. It just sounds like just, he I'm just Irish I, accent. Anyway,
5: it was it was between that or he he'd squeeze his dick with happiness and the top of his knob would pop off like a champagne cork. It was one or the other. It's <laughs> been like, I like, like that one. Yeah, <laughs> nice. it's a celebration. You know, so I I just think, I just think it's fucking crazy that these, these methods still work and that people still buy that shit. They still swallow it deep and that Al Gore, those Al Gore lies, I knew that man when I was fucking 17 or 18 watching that cunt going up in the cherry picker. I was like, this guy's fucking full of shit. And he said, we'll all be underwater by 2012. Uh, uh, Like feeding into the Mayan disaster, you know, motif. And then that pass was like, like, we make fun of fucking cults like uh, Marshall Applewhite. And, and, you know, these guys are like wearing the Nikes and eating, eating the fucking cyanide applesauce or whatever. We're like, these guys are crazy. These guys were unhinged cult leaders. So what were they saying? Well, they were making unfounded claims about the end of the world and the end of humanity. And then they ended up stressing people out so much that they ended up like changing their whole lifestyle. And some of them even committed suicide because of stress. You're like, so Al Gore? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? like Fauci? Same oh. Fucking shit. He's, a fu- he's a fucking, like, Marshall. he's as bad as Marshall Applewhite or Jim Jones. Like, spreading fucking fear propaganda to make people behave in a certain way i think he the got millions audience. of dollars millions and millions of dollars he made do you know
3: yeah that's fucking nuts so did you
5: ever hear this I, shit of, oh go ahead joe
3: oh no i was gonna switch gears quick. Okay. you'd say what you're gonna say
4: i would yeah it was kind of a little gear switch too but about marshall apple white or whatever um do you guys ever hear that shit about the farsight institute that guy that remote views, he's really bizarre. All of his remote viewers are like young women. Of, it's, very, it's a weird thing, but they're remote viewing all these different things, right? Well, before Heaven's Gate happened and everybody died and he cut his dick off and all that kind of crazy shit in the cult, uh, this guy remote viewed and everybody in the alternative community back in the late 80s, early 90s would know about this guy. And he was telling everybody oh, there's a spaceship behind the hale comet. We remote viewed, we found it and everything. And then Heaven's Gate started to happen. So a lot of people tri- attribute this guy to the demise of all those people. And hes I think he has defended himself at some point. I don't know. Maybe he's been silent. I don't know. But it's an interesting little, I don't know.
5: <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at firesight.org right now and that shit, that shit looks
0: wild. Assistance
2: with the, the girl that was like a super skinny black girl in like spandex like all of they all wore like weird outfits
4: yep they're all very similar looking and he's like this is my new assistant like where's the where's the other one very creepy he's been doing it for a long time now i'm not saying yes or no to like remote viewing and all that is you know real or not i, I would lean towards all that kind of stuff being real, but it's just hijacked by assholes or the elite. You know, it's it's not that they really present anything that's necessarily fake. It's, well, I mean, their schemes are, but when they get a hold of this kind of stuff, it's like, well, we got to spin this in a way that will work to our advantage because this is the kind of shit that like, we don't want them getting a hold of in like a pure form, you know?
5: Like they're trying to uh, poison the well so that the regular folks can't get their hands on that type of power. So they make it seem like, cultish and weird and just like history everything
4: heathen is evil and dark mm. and satanic right
5: yeah yeah yeah. but that's what satan would say it's like yeah they're saying i'm bad but i'm not bad i'm cool just try and suck it and see you know kind of thing. <laughs>
1: just, just
5: just let me put the tip in for a second and see how it feels yeah. you will like uh, it you yeah. really will um yeah i don't know man we're fighting we're fighting weird dark forces uh i don't think it's like you know s- satanic or evil or i don't think it's like you know, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's
4: human, right?
5: Yeah. Uh, are we, is this the gear change? Are we getting into this? I don't want to focus are you th- start yeah, by going Joe, off on what, <laughs> Whatever <laughs> else brain's telling <laughs> you to do, just yeah. roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, okay. Like, what do you guys think about aliens? You know,
4: I think ancient aliens is full of shit and it's all human stories and it takes away from our ingenuity and our power. I don't I, think about that all I, the time or anything,
3: What's <laughs> <Yeah. nope, Jen, laughs> chance you had that right up right teed up, dude, yeah, yeah, he was like,
5: <laughs> 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 uh, so I'm the forefront I'm really
3: I don't really know i I think uh it there's so many ways to think about aliens because you have the interdimensional aspect the then you have the flat earthers that say, you know, they come from maybe beyond the ice wall or whatever. They come from different planets or I don't fucking know. I know people <laughs> see stuff. I've seen a UFO with Jen, actually, like we've seen, it, but
2: it was probably military July last year at midnight and it was camouflaged. That- it was a camp thing, but it was definitely, I think, put there like a test so they could test. And if anyone reported seeing shit, they'd be like, it's fireworks. It was the 4th of July. Stupid. Right. You were driving for sure
3: it's just it doesn't di- a dis or discount like all these other stories there's fucking no. decades of stories yeah. about people having interactions or seeing you you know well, i don't really know being
2: alone in the universe i think is sl- slim i think there's possibly stuff out there i'm not saying they're all around us all the time i have no clue i think whatever is released by the media is bullshit so really not And that's much, what makes me sketched know. out
3: about aliens now is that it's coming into vogue in the media and they're starting to like acknowledge this shit then i'm like
5: what it's
3: definitely something else so what do you think Gordo?
5: Yes, well, so you what's, the ne- what's the next step then if, if they're saying like ufos are totally real sorry we lied to you for 70 years like that should be the end of that organization yeah if, right. if they go like we've lied to you for 70 years now nah, Why, everybody's loving you, it why'd you do that it was for your own good <laughs> what how how can That's you tell me happened. do you know what i mean like how betrayed did we all feel about finding about santa claus you know as kids like that trauma that's that's everybody's first conspiracy theory like and you're like what this is what like your, your your brain is developing at that time into like finding out about justice and fairness and these kind of things um and you found out that the people that you trust most in the world have been like lying to you, not only lying to you, but like that the whole media organization, like all the fucking Santa Claus movies, all the you know the fake news reports. It's like uh, and from NORAD we have a report. Hello, happy Christmas. Uh, from NORAD, we have a report of the sleigh, it's passing over Beijing, China, where they don't even believe in Santa Claus anyway. <laughs> and uh, here's the NORAD map. You can follow it on your app if you download the app to your phone that we won't scan all of your emails and text messages so you can lie to your children about where Santa Claus is in the fucking sky or whatever but like imagine being a child and seeing every arm of every piece of media your parents your friends parents your older siblings have to be like fuck I can't do that everybody you trust in the whole world all the advertising, all the mainstream movies, TV shows, there's Christmas specials on every fucking telly. Holla-dizz uh, are coming. holla are coming. And then, uh, you know, a 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, if you're, you know, a weird Amish kid or whatever. Uh, you know, <laughs> from some Warren Jeffs, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, some some girl in the gingham dress is like 19. She's like, I'm waiting for Santa Claus. Um <laughs> But like whatever age you are when you find it out, like the you're that the the veil is removed. Like that's some kind of fucking muzzletov. You're not, that's the that's the white westernized version of uh you know a tribal kid in Africa being handed a spear and pushed out of the hut out into the fucking into the Serengeti and go like, okay, um you had to go out of this house and come back in two weeks with the head of a lion, or you are not a man and you are not allowed into the village anymore. And you're like what and it's like just here's a stick with a knife tied to it go kill a fucking thing and if you don't do it don't come back and you're like what? that's what they, that's how they become a man how we become a man is the veil of santa claus is pulled down and we find out that every that every media organization every person we love and trust has lied to us and then we just have to accept it and move on and not only that perpetuate the lie to the younger generation to not ruin the mystery for them instead of just going yeah look at, it's all bullshit the U- they've done that with ufos and we've all just went okay let's not we won't get mad everything that we've been told it's all bullshit it's all lies or make a fucking independence day and shit like that make a fun of us like and then they know it was real like think of all the movies and tv shows that have had uh uh, uh you know ufos as the the crazy, you know, the crazy guy that believes in UFOs. And now they're totally like, oh, yeah, no, they're totally real, actually. Sorry about that. And we did nothing about it. Yeah. We did nothing about it. We didn't say, well, you guys are all have to be fired now. You guys all have to, like, leave your jobs and you're not allowed to talk to the public about stuff anymore because, like, if it was a politician that was like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman and he got fucking impeached because he lied about a blowjob. These cons lied for 70 years about you know, interdimensional extraterrestrial craft, experimental fucking aircraft, and we didn't do anything about it, and we still haven't done anything about it and they all still have their jobs and they all still have their reputations it, it seems crazy to me that we're not doing anything about it but again, the apathy, the demoralization we know they're listening all the phones are turned on all the time all the Alexas, all the series, all the fucking laptop cameras and we don't do anything about it do you know? Yeah. Now we use they're... it right now <laughs> but that's what i'm saying like and as if they're not listening we fucking right. hit about nine thousand trigger words like you are on a fucking all of us are on lists 100 we're all oh, yeah. on lists Do you know oh, what yeah. i mean uh, and then we just go i'm yeah, not worried it. about that yeah but <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck it. but like you know there's one cia guy watching live on rockfin now he's got like he pays for the he pays for the rockfin subscription from his his work credit card or something like that you know yeah. i wonder i wonder at, at the end of the year for all the agents because there's like thousands of them clients, like working working for subsidiaries uh that, that are affiliated with the cia i wonder like at the end of the year how much money rockfin gets from subscriptions from cia just that are tasked yeah. to watch all these live shows They're, like <laughs> in the boardroom eating, going like so uh what's the bottom line on rockfin how many subscriptions that we had to pay for it's like oh me and johnson have been sharing passwords sir good, good yeah. man it's 50 percent less expenditure from you guys. well done you you guys should take it take a leaf out of johnson's book share your passwords but um what? How many think- farts did Joe play on Legit Bat today? <laughs> I wonder how many
2: times they laughed.
5: <laughs> yeah. but you know, like I I I, I like I joke, but there there was actually guys like from the CIA that were tasked to watch and listen and take notes on every single one of Joe Rogan's podcasts. You know that, right? Hmm. There was like an oh, NSA absolutely. like an early NF- on and no, like from the very start up till now that it was his job to sit and listen and take notes on everything that was ever said and make reports back and uh, like all the guests that he had, all the things that they talked about, everything that was mentioned, uh, N- NSA, NSA agent, uh, Joe Rogan. I feel like
4: now they just watch him to make sure he's doing the job that they want him to do.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's a. It was. It came out there when when he was um, trying to get kicked off of Spotify or something like that, and the people that the people that um, were trying to get him off, they had like immediately they had a list. Of all the guests and all the things, all the dodgy shit that they said. Remember when that that like N word compilation all came out, and was yeah. him doing a, Like they had that shit. They tried to release it in twenty seventeen or something like that, and it didn't get traction, so they couldn't wow. cancel them then. People didn't care then, but they just re released it right at the moment that some shit went down, um, and tried timing to use like these people. You what?
3: I said timing is everything with these people.
5: But that's the thing. Like they had somebody. That was taking notes on every single episode Going at like hour one minute 36 second 24 he said This and this and this about such and such a person And it's all put into a database so if something happens in the News they're like quick Joe Rogan said that Type it into the database it brings up the search thing of the Transcripts of the of the podcast And they put like they had a fucking government Age and that was his job was to listen to Joe Rogan And take notes wow. imagine Like uh, And that's just on like, Rogan I mean <laughs> that's what I mean Like they're listening to all of these motherfuckers like
0: I definitely listen
5: to you i know that oh yeah for sure for six hours the poor is like oh man am i on those conspiracy <laughs> guys judy shit man it's too many too many can i get
3: reassigned please can i get reassigned to legit bat they do our shows
5: <laughs> yeah have we gone over the, have we gone over the limit I, I i don't know man i i when i when we were starting this um show out i was like what do you want to talk about? And you were like, oh, whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> I just cool. double dropped some alpha brand. and went
1: rim, blip, blip, blip,
5: blip, blip, like fucking know, crazy right. frog, we you know? Yeah, I wouldn't have you invited you on if I
3: didn't listen to your show and know how you guys go and you guys do way more research, but it's kind of the same, like just conversational style. So we, that's all,
1: yeah. all we
5: wanted. Yeah. But I know it's very late where you are. Oh no, I'm good to go, man. I'm 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 alpha brand up the fuck, like whatever. <laughs> you got know, keep going. But it's just um do you know when you get talking to somebody like I've ruined so many dinner parties, like you end up me, me and me and my partner Claire, we we, we go over to people's houses, you know, and I had that we had the bottle of wine under one arm and the fucking you know, the potato salad under the other arm, and she rings the doorbell and just before someone answers the door, she just leans over and goes, No talking about the pedophile elite now tonight, okay, please. And I'm like, Oh, it's like Stop, don't know. We we had we had, now I'm not joking, we actually had it because she's like no pee tonight now, okay? And I'm like, okay, no pee. Like, no pee. And then like 40 minutes later, she's looking at me and I'm over in the corner with three other men going, and then and fucking and do you ever want you ever hear about frazzle drip? Do you ever hear about do ever hear what this shit? Oh, fuck. And the lads are all around me and she's like, Corner, what are you talking about? I'm like football. I don't ever I don't even I don't like sports, like you know, like, well soccer, I'm talking about football. Um it just it's it's there all the time like that shit and people are intrigued and you know they're just like what do you do oh, i work in i'm an accountant like what do you do oh, i work in a factory what do you do i'm a conspiracy theory podcaster <laughs> and in the last three years they're like what and i'm like yeah yeah i mean we're doing pretty well like five to five million downloads career downloads and uh, you know, a couple of hundred thousand subscribers like yeah no, it's not too bad it's like yeah so what do you think about uh this they're like i had to i had to build in a phrase into my into my social vocabulary which is like are you just asking to be polite or do you actually want the answer that's what i have to start saying to people because like i'd start talking like we started you're like how are you doing i'm fine so listen bill clinton uh, and the, the whole kind of the arkansas thing like barry seal you ever heard about barry seal so the aliens right they're <laughs> interdimensional and you're like yeah that's okay yeah mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. and 20 minutes later i'm still like, leave. and then and then like the fucking dude where so You're not hat. well, okay. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How's your mental state? Rocky. It's rocky. Um, yeah, ups and downs.
2: People, you can't just you can't lead with interdimensional aliens. You got to see where they're at first. You know. Yeah, I like fun, fun, fun with people
3: this. and starting with that. Just, just
5: gauge my audience. We have, you have a good
2: group of friends where they're all on the same page as us. Though. So that's all. Really,
1: that's a beautiful
5: thing. We all sit around that's and
2: talk thing. about all that stuff together, and it's no big deal.
5: But... You need you need people around you that you can talk with that shorthand. If you have to start from level one with everybody, you're not going to be comfortable. You're not going to get better in your own concepts and thoughts because you're spending a lot of time like teaching and bringing it up to your level. And then you're like, when they're up be your level? You're, like right now, we can actually have a conversation to get yeah. to like. Unless you're one of these people that wants to just repeat the things that you know, and there are a few of those people. But like, I like think think about stuff and change, and as I go along, like you hear me from six, seven years ago, and I'm like, this. And now I'm coming in and I'm saying, well, actually this. And the people who were fans from years ago are like, you used to be cool, man. You changed. You're not cool anymore because you don't believe that thing. And I was like, do you still believe that thing? Then you're not correct. Then yeah,
3: you're there's like, there's nothing wrong with changing your mind when presented with new information. I don't know why people have such a big deal with that. They're like, oh, you're just changing you're changing your mind. Yeah, I found out something new about this. So I changed my mind. Like that it's evolution. I'm always
5: ready That's- to change my mind that's allowed yeah
4: yeah i found myself like showing my mom stuff like mom look at this and she'd be like ah and then i'd be like now get your head around the fact that that's probably not even real it's just (laughs) like you gotta like take them one place and then you know it's
5: it's a whole setup this is payback for santa claus bitch
4: (laughs) (laughs) yes seriously oh and i have a four and a half year old child and like the whole talk about santa claus like yeah it's like a big gulp in my throat because it's like I've done this to him too. You know, we've done this to him. And it's like the only justification I can fathom in my head is like, well, he'll know what I'm going through or he'll know what the world is, is, and he'll have a parent telling him about it. Like, I always say that, like, you got the Santa Claus thing. It's like the rug gets ripped out from underneath you. At least maybe parents like us could be more of a, a pillow after they fall. Like it could be a lesson. Like, yeah, this was a lesson in how fucked up the world. is. I mean, if you have to spin it that way, you know,
5: the day that's, that you tell fair. your yeah. child, the day you tell your child to be about Santa Claus, sit them down and watch the Oliver Stone movie, JFK on the same day. And go this is what's actually happening there is no santa <laughs> claus and also joe yeah. pesci plays David pressures Perry. off me yeah, pressures yeah. off me <laughs> yeah yeah they're gonna fucking kill me they're gonna kill me come on garrison come over here like you gotta watch that shit <laughs> Such watch what, what you gotta watch yeah oliver stone jfk or watch fucking uh, uh zeitgeist or something like that you know yeah, like some first. yeah some kind of the first zeitgeist you're like blue Listen, Santa's not real you know, I bought all those presents. So like, I mean, you don't owe me or anything, but like, you know, like fucking take it easy. Take it easy this Christmas. And uh, also, here's, here's zeitgeist to ruin your fucking. But I think the earlier we start, like a lot of kids are finding that stuff now, you know, with the likes Absolutely. of TikTok, with the likes of, um, you know, the the interwebs uh, available at everyone's fingertips, any piece of information ever. All you have to do is say the keyword and they can go looking it up. Now, it does end up being hard to decipher you know, what's real from fake news. Okay, the kids, they're looking up the news, they're finding information. You can find stuff that's going to fucking confirm whatever bias you have, you know. Um, but it's, um, I think it's important that this next generation end up not being as, um, what would you call it? Like, uh, not not cooperative, but not as fucking, uh, not capitulate to this, uh, you know, yeah, we all have, we all have smartphones and they're, they're, they're viewing everything we've ever done and that's totally fine because they're being born into that shit. Like, we had a time, like, we were all in our, what, in our 30s? Like, we had the time when we were like, okay, mom, we're going out and when we were out, we were like in this kind of of quantum realm for our parents of being both dead and alive. Like, we could have been, you know, over at Johnny's house playing SNES or we could be in the back of a van, like, being transported to a fucking a, a container that's buried under the ground that were strapped into a dentist's chair and fucking sexually experimented on by a lunatic. Like, it was either or. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But now it's like you're fucking low jack your kids and you know everything that they're looking at online, which means that you can control the information that goes into them. By and large, they're getting very heavily conditioned by, by you know, common culture. Uh, TV shows... You know, social media, things that are being acceptable. Like, do you remember when you were young, like having any kind of fucking political affiliations or any kind of a Fuck political no. political agenda being espoused upon you? Like, everyone was like, gay, retard, faggot. You know, it was all yeah. this kind of chat. Like, and nobody ever talked about it. any. It's like, dude, that's gay. It's like, what's gay? Uh, those pants, they're, they're, they're like X, faggot. they're X Works jeans. Like, fucking, what are you, some kind of bender? And you're like, and now if you say that you get kicked out of school, like it just there's so there's such a, a heavy weight of culture, such a heavy weight of responsibility mm. on people who are 10, 12. Yeah, less years childhood,
4: age. less childhood, more and more and more.
5: So like we have to make it so that they're able to fully express themselves or fully, you know, um fully be allowed to experiment with the thoughts that they have rather than being like 1984 into like a, a a conceptual or or cultural cul-de-sac where they're only allowed to think these four things. Like that's how you end up in some kind of weird, like all this Huxley world of like, you know you can be anything that you want, Billy. And now it's like, you can be four things, do you know, (laughs) because you're white and you're straight. So you're not allowed to have these types of jobs or whatever. Um, there's a a responsibility on us as the people who are kind of taking over the reign. Like Generation X are, like, boomers are fucked. They're done. Generation X are the guys that are now in their 50s and 60s who are running the gaff. In the next 20 years, it's going to be us. Like, we're the late millennials, and we're going to end up uh, running the place where we're going to have a workforce of Generation Z who are voluntarily sterilizing themselves while also simultaneously creating hardcore porn for pennies on the dollar of themselves. Right. They've commodified their own bodies in like a sexual way, while also being like super uh, compartmentalized about sexuality, gender, uh, you know, mental health issues. Suicide is a joke. Um, Completely like demoralized as humans. And and they're the workforce that are going to end up having to, what, procreate nobody Mm
0: -hmm. so that
5: when we're in our later age there's like Thirty percent of the amount of people that should be on the planet coming into the next generation, because none of the none of the next motherfuckers had any kids. <laughs> so, like, industry falls apart, everything becomes automated, education becomes uh, like uh, less and less, less and less important because what jobs are there if you don't need if there's no jobs, you don't need any education. So it's like, uh, oh, Jen's doing a, a lassie. What's happening? What is it, girl? We just
3: heard we just heard something banging out there. I think it's.
5: Did oh, the tree like or something?
2: Smacking into the house. Sorry. It's
4: interdimensional, interdimensional demons probably. You're not getting spotted <laughs> are not getting like of... Tim
5: Pool. Am I talking about some shit in here? Your... Somebody's after swatting you now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what happened?
2: I was trying to see if I could see the chickens or something outside the window. Sorry.
1: Okay. You <laughs> <She> were <was> like, <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> Whoa.
2: just was re- it was like, I don't know if that. Oh shit! It
5: sound, but, it know, was, probably, <laughs> was it followed by police? Get down! <laughs> right. mm, no, nope,
2: not um,
5: today. So the next gen, the next generation are demoralized as fuck. Like they're being c- convinced into, like getting voluntarily sterilized. Like, what, what hope is there for humanity if there's going to be no people? Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of our responsibility to teach them about the history before it gets deleted, and it's being actively deleted. Like I'm, I'm researching. So for my show, like I have these topics out for years at a time. Like it's all. Very, very far, like, I have, like, 10 years worth of stuff all in seasons, all planned out. And I've been, like, you know, when you're looking through different books and you're looking through different, like, I'm on, I'm on the fucking college websites, uh, downloading, like, papers and downloading all these kind of documents and stuff like that. And then just looking through, like, the general web, pulling down documents from, from Reddit and saving them and stuff like that. So I go to, like, research an episode from a couple of months ago, say, like, I don't know, Project Bluebeam. Uh, about the the, the, the and the fake alien invasion you heard about this shit?
1: Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh,
5: yeah. So, so Bluebeam is really huge now at the moment because they're like yeah there's totally aliens and um, right. I went to look up I had like 200 or 300 fucking bookmarks all saved, more than half of them don't work anymore and they were all like you know UFO sighted in such and such a place and there was pictures and all this stuff so I had this app that saves a snapshot of the website so I clicked the URL to go into the live website page it's like oh 404 so I go into the saved version and I'm like, oh, so the images are there and the stuff is there. So it's all it's all there for me, but it's gone off the internet. And that happens for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of links of the stuff that I've saved in doing the research ahead of time um, for all of these different topics. So why is all that stuff being deleted off the internet? Like history, this is like the the burning of the libraries at Alexandria, but in a, in a digital version, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah so digital. we we have
5: the responsibility to keep that stuff alive through, I guess, the most ancient of uh uh human um well, human endeavors which is through like verbal storytelling you know this is what this is what the the celts of old like is like telling st- telling stuff in myths and legend and making up these things that uh, these parables and aesop's fables and all these things that uh, you know last the test of time that generationally uh, um through barriers of language through barriers of culture these universal tr- human truths like endure and and they travel across culture and travel across nations to become stories that people are like oh yeah man the fucking lion with the paw and the thing with the thorns because we know that this is a thing that we need to understand as humans like compassion and blah 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 or like the boy who cried wolf like you tell these stories again and again because they're things that humans need to know at a core level you know um yeah. And then you could be a cynical cunt, and you come along and go, "The boy who cried wolf." What's that about? Oh, you're not supposed to tell lies. It's like, no, 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 just don't tell the same lie twice. That's what it is. If you lie, to, <laughs> you get caught. You know. So, mm-hmm. like, um, I think, uh, I think the next generation needs a lot of compassion. Like, and we as the late millennials are doing what we're doing, having these shows and stuff for them to to, to come back and listen to. But like, I, I really feel it sounds really condescending, now, Like, but I kind of feel a, a bit sorry for some of the younger people coming up because it, it feels like they're not even trying. Like, what do you think about that? Do you feel that they're, that it's, they're just yeah, happy? To I, be-
3: I think it's a product of uh, being our kids though, too, because like you were saying, like we kind of grew up apathetic or at least we're very apathetic. Now, what are you going to expect our kids to be? Probably double that. Or sometimes they go the other direction and they care more about it. It's like who fucking knows? Andy, you have kids, right? What do you think?
4: Yeah. I mean, we, we do our best, you know, and I, I think uh, we try to be as honest as we can with them, of course, other than Santa Claus. But I mean, yeah, I think it's going to come down to, you know, parenting. And, and of course, what do they get? Like, how, how educated are all of us as parents? You know, it's maybe someone that's awake, quote unquote, or, it's, you know, people like us, maybe we have a little bit more to offer kids, but maybe we don't because we're, some of us are fucked up because of this shit. Yeah. So it, re- it really, it's a, it's a balancing act no matter what. But I do agree with that. Pretty much everything you're saying about their, the chances they have in society. Now it's, it's, that's why we're homeschooling and we're this and we're that, and we're trying to get a ton of land. And you know, the pressure is not only coming from people in our lives, but also the programming in us, like, oh, is he going to be too lonely or is he going to be weird or this? All those stupid things just flooding in when it's like, well, I mean, life is about to change. I think at some point for a lot of people,
5: and in what, in what I, don't way. Know,
4: I mean, to me, it seems like, you know, the food shortages and all that shit, the economy and all that, all of that, it, it's looking like Mad Max sooner than later. It's like how long before it, it's all fallen apart. Anyway, this idea of socialization, which is more, more than not just indoctrination for the most part to other people's fucked up kids that they're fucking up out in public. You know, like I don't, I don't really, I don't know. I see it the way you see it, but I also think that there's hope in some good parents out there and we'll see what happens, but I don't know. It is very fucking grim for everywhere. I look everywhere. I want to take my kid. It's there's always a, you have to look out for, for everything. And it's just, it's getting ridiculous. I don't even want to take part in it anymore. You know,
5: even to park them in front of the TV now, it's almost like, a (sighs) yeah.
4: That's you, know, you can't too. you can't
5: even watch fucking, you can't even watch TV without them coming away with some message that you hadn't really counted on them engaging with.
4: Yeah, I heard something that about. Like, really weird. Seven to eight seconds is the maximum of like seconds that uh, it'll one scene will be on in a cartoon oh coco melon that's
5: the coco melon conundrum yeah yeah but i was starting to do it with other
4: shows that my son was watching and it's pretty much like that across the board until you get into you know like kids creating their own content which is a fucking horrible thing in its own self it's like again it's this removal of childhood and everybody's in a No one's an adult and everyone's an adult and it does. None of these things are existing anymore. It's like there is no childhood anymore, but it's just giant children that haven't grown up. And these kids are like seven years old on YouTube kids, making their own videos and everything. It's just, Oh man, it's just training. It's this celebrity star lifestyle that, that we've been talking about in you know our age group since yeah. social media started to exist. Like, oh everybody gives a shit what you what you eat now. Like that's old, that's old hat now. And it's being continuously pushed into the future somehow.
5: It's 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 validation that people are seeking. Uh, yeah, I think more so because they're not getting it from genuine experiences in life, they're not getting it from the connection between each other they're valuing each other based on how much subscribers they have rather than the content they've been valued by how many subscribers they have rather than the content of their character I have a dream yeah,
3: you know? the content they're putting out is retarded shit like uh, look at me opening this new toy or look at me play, playing video games or watch me watch somebody else playing video games and me commenting on it my kid watches that I'm like what the fuck are you doing dude like just play the game yourself it's, it's like inception playing a yeah. too. he's yeah. playing
2: a game himself that's different than the game he's watching a reaction video to on youtube which is fine he's multitasking at least i
3: guess it makes it sound like old people ragging on them for that shit but i'm like dude seriously yeah. like you're
2: i feel like my daughter was lucky though in a way so she's 16 she's exposed to the shittiest of shit she thinks suicide is a way to get a trophy and have a show made after you but also she had a life because she didn't Tablets didn't exist when she was a baby. It was 16 years ago. Tablets were like $200 and I was the waitress. So nope, no tablet for you. So I I didn't even have a cell phone, I don't think, when she was born because they weren't made yet. So she didn't have any of that shit. So she played outside and learned to ride a bike and did all of that stuff until all of that technology came about when she was about 10. And then that's when she was exposed to it. But she at least got a little glimpse of what it's like to be a child before she had technology shoved in her face. So she's still into it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like my kid plays outside every day. No, she's 16. She watches TV. She goes to work, though. She has a job and she works 40 hours a week and she's 16. So Damn. I mean, she,
0: has,
1: she
2: has work ethic. She's saving for a car. She's a lifeguard in the summertime. So she's just working. She picks up double shifts. She takes my car. She just got her license. And I said, I'm not paying for your gas because you work 14 miles away from our house and gas is seven dollars in California. So she puts all the gas in the car and she drives wherever she wants. I let her go to her friend's houses. She lets me know and she has a curfew, but she pays for all the gas. She doesn't ask for shit from me
5: anymore. At, at, at the moment, that's probably the most admirable thing I've heard. I was a 16 year old ever. Like, <laughs> wow, you can afford to drive 14 miles. Damn, you must be doing good, girl. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. a lot of fucking, that's. Fucking that it's not an at
2: all. I told yeah. her I'm not doing anything because she. Um. She just has a huge attitude. She's 16. She thinks she runs the fucking world and this house apparently. So I'm like, well, you don't. So I'm not doing anything extra for you. I'll provide necessities. Like I'll give you food and love and, you know, clothes if you need them and they rip. But if you want extra clothes or you want, you know, I buy you three bathing suits and you found a really cute one, you can buy that one too. And if you blow through your makeup in a week, you can buy that as well. If you want to go to the movies enjoy paying for that you have a Mm. job and a license and you're taking my car so and she does it i didn't say it in that shitty of a way but she did not like it at all either she was not a fan she was like what
5: yeah but but you're giving you're giving her the freedom to to do it rather than going like you're not allowed to do any of that stuff why you can't afford it It was like if you can fucking find the money somewhere work work away but then i mean i'm not saying this about your daughter but like if uh, there's other people doing that and saying right get the money somewhere and they're like okay yeah, <laughs> no, no, they're, she's they're not. on the apps man selling fucking pictures of their feet to weird Finnish dudes like and, and jerking off to, like you know so yeah. you get the money you get the money something like and gas is expensive Kish, click, like fucking getting that fucking lot like getting a hand mirror on a long handle and just getting right under there to get the fucking. you know I yes, <laughs> like, like
2: doing weird shit I hope that I have yeah, raised her better than that but, but sounds like super, it doesn't like uh she's super self-conscious she's very pretty I think people would probably pay for, for her feet. So I hope she stays self published this,
5: this is what I'm saying. Like, how how easy of it is to... Like, if everything everywhere is telling you that it's a totally fine thing to do and sex work is real work and it's all good and it's fine. It's like, but most of those people who are telling and- you all that stuff just want to see pictures of your vagina. So they're like, it's yeah. totally fine. Like, everything's fine. Just send the pictures. Like, that's what groomers say. It's like, yeah, it's fine. Everyone does it. In fact, you're not cool if you don't do it. And you can also make a bunch of money. And then it was like loads of fucking... Uh, uh, articles about like OnlyFans millionaire she doesn't even have to show her nipples it was just like feet pics or whatever and, was, and people are going Geez, I got, you know what I, I, I mean I could take pictures of my feet like it's that?" and then the next step and the next step and the next step and then you're into some weird motherfuckers who are like per- perfect and there's no Chris Hansen coming around the fucking kitchen island to go like uh, you want to sit down there sir like there's none of that like just Chris Hansen can't come into the app it's you and a motherfucker and $6.99 a month and like I know I'm ragging on OnlyFans really heavily, but it's like, it's the, that's to me is the high tide mark of our uh, modern culture, which is like how are young people are able to permanently debase themselves online, not realizing the ramifications of their actions. Like when we did weird shit when we were kids, it happened like one weird Saturday. Eight people were in the room. And like those eight people, hopefully they'll die without ever telling anybody, or hopefully they're forgotten. Now it's like you do a weird thing and 40 million people see it and the person who uploaded it get 800,000 likes and like 70,000 subscribers and then they go and make a career of it and that's their pinned fucking video of you taking a shit in a glass table at a house party because you fucking drank too much White Claw or some shit like that, you know? Like, that shit is forever now. Mm. The pressure of that is immense. Like, they're not, they're not fucking worried about... You know money or how money is made, they're not worried about climate, they're not worried about, but they're being made to fucking think that stuff. These are problems. these are problems you have to worry about. Imagine being a fourteen year old for the at the start of the pandemic, so your formative years, your whole teenagerhood, you're being told that unless we make drastic changes to the planet, the world is going to be over in twelve years. That was the prevailing narrative coming from mainstream media. You imagine being 15 or 14 and being told, probably by the time you're 26, the world is going to be over. What fucking point is there to live?
2: That's how old my daughter was in 2020. So she. What,
5: but what point our- is there for living if you think that? Do you know, you're not going to bother getting a job or going to college. He's like, what's the point in going to college? I'll only get out of college and only have three years to live before Al Gore's flood will come. Like the tidal wave from fucking the day after tomorrow. And Jack, Jake Gyllenhaal is running in the hall. I'm like, please, Jake, fuck me once when I'm 21. Like I finally be able to be legally able to drink for a year and then the world is over. Like how despondent would that make you about your future? Like that's fucking you wouldn't want to have kids because you're like, well, I want I don't want to raise kids in such a, a violent, cruel world. Mad Max is just around the corner. I'm not having babies. Like, that's a way to fucking preemptively depopulate the planet. Hmm. Is to make you think like if you have kids, they're going to be born into a horrible world. You so got to make are, it a better world for them. That, but that's our responsibility. That's our yeah, Do We have to but now go.
2: to give them that confidence that it's yes. going to be okay and to have confidence in themselves that when someone sees someone who says, oh, it's okay, yeah, it's just your feet. Yeah, you can do that, everyone's doing it. And by the way, if you don't do it, it's not cool. Like you were saying, Gordo, if, if we teach them that when, when you see something like that and you have that weird gut feeling, just stop there. Go away from that. That's gross, it's creepy, and that's our, we can't be there for every decision they're gonna make and everything they're gonna see, but we can give them those core values. Like, this is gross, it's gross to the core, and it's never going to be okay. No matter how many times someone tells you it's okay. And no matter how many people you know are fucking doing it. So you, you can go make your choices after that, but just know mm. that is, that is the truth.
5: To build that self-esteem, like that Cat Williams is saying is like, it's called self-esteem because it's the steam of your goddamn self. Like you got to fucking, you got to build that shit up in them. Cause you can't be, like you said, there's so many choices, like hundreds of choices they have to make on a daily basis, about how to act and behave, what to say and who to be with. And you know what? what fucking decisions they're going to make about their future, about their present more often than not. And if they're fucking working on a shoddy operating system, like because there's no input from their gen- their generational peers on how to behave. Because like remember what it's like to be that age? Like you're just going to be like, oh my God, is everyone looking at me? I did I did these live shows in the UK, the UK tour there in March and April. And uh, it was on the, the, the life and works of George Orwell, right? Because I was hearing a lot about like 1984, 1984. Everyone's talking about 1984 the whole time around George Orwell. And, you know, it's a a nice little kind of a a dystopian um, concept, you know. Everyone's being watched by Big Brother. Everyone's being controlled. The thought police are out here making us think and do stuff. Like, it seems very reminiscent of what we're living in now. And it was written in 1949, right? So, obviously, it feels like George Orwell was a prognosticator of culture. Very accurate. That we're all now living in, in... very much like a telescreen, you know, forced behavior, uh, you know, policed speech, um, uh, sweeping authoritarian rule, you know. Seems very Orwellian. It's a term that keeps getting thrown around. So my remit during the show was to reframe the term Orwellian because he wasn't just right about that. He was right about so many other things. So I have like a, a, a smash together of... The, three different live shows. Remember the way Chris Rock did for his, his special where it was like London, New York and South Africa or something like that. So I have the three, the best bits of each one smashed together. I'm going to release it on my feed soon. Nice. But I went through, yeah, like I went through a load of the different writings that, that Orwell did. So like one of the ones is like road to Wigan pier. Or, or, Cause George Orwell actually like he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. And he just, he just jettisoned away from that life. And he went to live with a bunch of poor people on the streets, like lived with, he lived homeless in London and Paris for four years, like he joined the, uh, the Indian police and he went and served as a policeman in India and he saw the cruelty of the British empire on the Indian people. And, um, he, uh, he ended up living with like drunks and drug addicts. Um, he, he lived with like poor miners in Wigan, which is in the North of England, uh, dur- during the thirties when things were fucking rough. Now I'm talking about like frontiersmen, like, you know, uh, uh, what's that, what's that computer game, uh, the Oregon Trail or some shit like that. It's like you've died of dysentery, like this kind of thing. Uh, that's what it was like living there. And he, he 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 did these social examinations of how poor people or how people with nothing were able to placate themselves with what he called cheap palliatives, right? So like, no matter how bad the world is, you're going to be able to to to, to find something that will fucking you know tickle your balls, and you'll have a like a nice day, even though you're poor, you've no money you'll find some kind of pleasure somewhere, you know? So it was like looking through all of these different Orwellian phrases and concepts about the nature of humanity, which like Bernays was able to analyze and, and these things don't change they're the core values of humanity. Right. And one of the quotes that I got out of the book, uh, what's the name of the book now? uh, 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 p- p- uh it was a book of essays, uh, Politics and politics and something culture I can't remember the name of the book now But um, One of the quotes was like uh, uh, Humanity We think Will be afraid Of uh, everybody Looking at us all the time But what I What I think we will be more Afraid of is if nobody is looking At us at all Do you know That's a really fucking fucked up non, uh, you know, (laughs) non erudite way to describe that. But like the concept is like you read 1984, you read, you know, uh, Brave New World, Aldous Huxley, you read these like dystopian authoritarian, uh, you know, fantasy books and you look around the world now and you go like, Jesus, it's actually happening. We're turning into this thing. It's Fahrenheit 451 meets Mm -hmm. uh, Brave New World meets 1984, right? But he comes out and he says stuff like <laughs> we we think it'd be a terrible thing for everybody to be looking at every move we make and everything we do all the time we think that would be a terrible thing but in reality it's what we feared the most is that that no one will be looking at us hmm. like all these kids are growing up and you think it's a terrible thing like the snowden thing we know that they're looking at us but our whole culture is built on what if they're not? How how useless, how ineffectual, how uninteresting, how unattractive, how unwanted, how unloved am I that nobody wants to listen to me. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say, which is why everyone is producing content of them shouting into the void at all times. <laughs> everyone has a podcast, everyone has a YouTube channel, everyone's broadcasting themselves all the time. And he said like, or I said towards the end, it's everybody is broadcasting all their thoughts all the time and they don't actually have time to listen to anybody else's thoughts that everyone's just talking all the time of what's going on in their head. They learn nothing and nobody advances. It's just everyone talking all the time at the same time. And like, it must be so hard to be a young person now at the moment to try and get past that level of attention. Like I remember when we were younger, like you'd wear you'd wear a weird pair of pants and, and you'd be fucking... Made fun of for weeks. Like you get a bad haircut and you have to wear that motherfucker for six weeks till it grows out. And you get a nickname and it lasts for nine years. Like like that shit used to happen. Now it's global. It's worldwide. You one thing wrong and you're that person. You're a meme forever and everybody knows you. You can't walk the streets. You do one fucking, you know, one bad fail army worthy video. One fall and you're famous the pressure of that must be immense so we have to protect those minds and fill them up with the information that we know teach them about history and i think the reason that they don't engage in that material the reason that to be honest not a lot of young people are engaging with this conspiracy theory chat hmm. because it's 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 you know oil and water for them yeah their their world is water and we're putting oil into it and that shit will not mix they're like but if i accept that as possibility my ho- the whole purpose for all my existence dissolves like if you tell me that like everybody's listening to me all the time all the fbi and all the nsa are listening to me all the time i don't care because that's what i want that's what's been installed in them as core values is that everybody should be listening and looking at you because you're player one your main character in this motherfucker like that's that's a, a crazy change from our generation to to the next generation that I think is like, that's part of the demoralization, that's part of the acceptance of the of the control mechanism, you know? Like, they don't want to know the truth because it fucks with their follower count. <laughs>
4: I hate to leave on such a, a low note instead of oh, finishing that well, with you guys, well, yeah, yeah. but I, I got to go read some bedtime stories right now. Oh. <laughs> so no, we can wrap wrong, up. But- oh cool. yeah we'll
3: wrap it up here dude but yeah thank um, you so much gordo. for having me with yeah. you guys
4: this was a really great chat i loved loved hearing what you had to say gordo it was great to see you thanks for listening
5: i'm sorry i talk so much now i no, feel a bit bad it. i'm like oh shit man did i just melt, melt all the lads like
0: no. oh dude that was amazing yeah it's something i think about nice. a lot
5: like like i think about this all the time and then i, I get to say that it was in bits in each show, when you have a concept, you have like a topic like yeah. that's actually historically factual that triggers these conversations. That's yeah. what the show is like. It's loads of tangents and talks about that. But this is something I'm really working on at the moment to try and figure out like what what's next.
1: Mm-hmm. And
5: nobody knows yeah. it. Nobody knows what's next because we've never been here before. There's always been a time when, you know, you're like, oh, boom, bust. There's a war. I oh, will be fine because not everyone's in it. You know, Iraq, Afghanistan. Ah, oh, fuck it. Osama, Saddam, ah sure looks the same lads, fucking brown lad with a beard. But like now it's like, what's happening? What's next? You know, no food. We never had a global pandemic. Like the movies are starting to come true. Like what's next? It's a good question.
0: What, what's yeah. next for you, Andy? No. Let's,
5: let's leave on something positive, because like, I can't let you go on like, the world is fucked. <laughs> like, I can't I can't let that be the last thing for you. Yeah, because I don't. Joke. I mean,
4: I, I think it is fucked in a way, but I think, uh, you know, what's next for me is the next thing that's going to keep my focus and attention on something that's not fucked and that's keeping me going. But yeah, I've, I've been thinking about what's next in terms of like, where does this community go? What do we do? I mean, we're all just yapping. And that's fine. I'm glad that more and more people are are getting their own podcast, but I totally agree that it's like, yeah, more people talking, less people listening. Maybe, or maybe I had it backwards all along, you know, but what's next for this community? What are we going to do next? And I think it's, it may be of uh, shutting this kind of stuff off more than anything else. Like I'm having trouble managing all the shit that I'm trying to do with podcasts. Cause I'm doing more in my backyard. I'm just doing more with my family more often it's becoming more important or more prioritized. You know what same, I mean?
5: Same. I'm producing less. I'm, I'm, I'm less like tied to Love the ground. producing, Love but... producing. No, I'm producing, but I'm not yeah. doing, I'm not doing uh, two seven-hour shows and two four-hour shows four times a month. Right. That's I, That's used crazy. To, I, used, <laughs> I used to write 10,000 words and do a seven-hour show every two weeks. And then the off week, yeah. I do a four-hour true crime show. And I do live shows, and I do shit like this as well, like, swap casts and guest appearances and shit like that. Yeah. And, uh, and then sometimes Claire would be like, you coming to bed? I'm like, I'll be up in a minute. And then I used to work two jobs at the same time. So work a job from 9 to 6, and another one from 7 to 10, and then at 11 o'clock I'd fucking jack into the Matrix till 4 in the morning down fucking conspiracy avenues. Like, life is for living, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's where we're in at the moment. Family is fucking super important. I just had a baby, she's 80, well she's 80 months old now, but like, that's the next shit that's the next shit like yeah fucking perspectives change what, what's what's next for, for 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 the for the lads here what's next for john jen what's, what's going on what's well, we next because i want a,
2: two and a half week break from this shit because we were like oh eh, you know what we're not feeling it today we didn't we don't mean to cancel on you but we are busy we have something we're doing and it was all family stuff and it was really fun and i didn't miss podcasting i love talking to people though i don't feel like we're we talk very little when we're doing a show it's a back and forth usually and it's we have people on who like you like know what you're talking about so we just fucking oh, yeah. wind
5: yeah. the motherfucker up and just yeah. let him go like yeah
2: yeah no it's nice that's stuff, what we did with david ike
3: we had david ike on a little bit ago and i we just kind of like
2: I think we do your thing words. and he just yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. it's it
2: fine though but yeah we're doing a lot of we I mean, this is our first show in two and a half weeks. I actually. I
3: know, know. I feel rusty. I don't even talk, know but...
2: what's next. Are we still doing shows? I don't Is this know. our last show?
3: No, least... I don't know. <laughs> we'll probably be doing less shows, too. I think that everybody's kind of on that uh, right now, just because we're all so uncertain about what's going on and trying to, like, be happy and do our thing, but also kind of, you know, okay, yeah, shit's going on out there and whatever. Like, I, not to feel apathetic like everything else, but, like, literally, what can you do on a global scale? You can't fix the economy yourself. You can't That's all just going to be what it is, and we'll uh, adapt to that whenever that happens. Like, I hate to be the uh, doom porn guy or anything, but shit's looking pretty bleak, but you can still be happy. Just go do something you like.
2: It's just going to happen, though, and you have to ride it out. And how you perceive it is going to help your situation, I think. If you're going to look at it like, oh, no, this is going to suck. It's going to suck really Mm. bad. So you could not look at it like that and just see what happens. I don't know.
4: Yeah, look at that. It. it was like we're all in an adventure movie or all the movies we've loved growing up. We've been preparing. All right.
5: <laughs> Marty, there's something going to be done about your kids, Marty. They're on OnlyFans, fence They're taking pictures of their feet, Marty. <laughs> uh, Doc, uh, I don't mind. I'm OK. I'm OK with that, Doc. We're doing uh, a blood test. Tie them all up. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah, it, yeah. It, it's weird to talk about it with such fervor because I know I know Andy, you gotta go, man. It's 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 it's, uh, it's weird to talk about it with such fervor because I think about this all the time and I don't I live out in the country, like I don't get to talk to many people who are on this level. And then the minute I do, I'm like, Okay, I'm <sighs> an Like it ends up it ends up getting weird quick. And, like, I don't... There's no kissing. It's just, like, fucking straight... In, like, just, like, just fucking... broke back Mountain. Like, just lick your hand and just straight in. There's no fucking tickling or, or touching. It's just, you know... So, um... But I know you guys really? are on, on that level, like... And, uh... I, I, it ends up being very negative, but I'm... Su- like, I'm a super positive guy, really. Like, I'm very hopeful. Like, the future is bright. And, uh... It's going to be filled with great people because, like... You know, constantly... Usually... You know, don't prosper uh, long term. Um, good people need to be out here fucking doing stuff. But I think the apathy and the the, the the burnout and the you know, you guys are taking a break. It 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 feels like burnout. It feels like kind of a small defeat. Like I'm I'm not producing as much as I used to be, and just at that like self measurement, I feel defeated. I feel like I'm losing. But by the same token, I'm raising a family. I'm mm. spending time with the people that I love. I'm, you know, I'm in therapy. I'm, I'm trying to get myself better. I'm trying to fix myself. Like you said, Andy, earlier on, like we're all fucked up and we're passing on that fucked upness. I'm like, no, that shit stops with me. Yeah,
4: it stops here with the. That gener- shit stops like, in my stop generation. That. Generational trauma, on no, on. More. no more.
5: No more. You know, never forget.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know?
5: but like this is, I, I'm stopping that shit now. You know, mm. and um. I had to get a Holocaust joke in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and the the nine eleven guys totally stole the Holocaust guys' t- tagline. Like that's just such a copyright thing, isn't it? They were oh, like never yeah, yeah. forget. And then the nine eleven guys were like, Yeah, that sounds good. We we use that too. It's totally fine. Yeah. Totally use <laughs> that. Um, probably the same people behind it, right? Yeah. 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 Mocking tongue. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh it's um I, I like it. it's very hard to talk about this stuff and not sound despondent and dark and and hopeless but like i'm actually full of hope so don't get me wrong uh the world the world like has been here and it will continue to be here uh we just have to make sure that our contribution to it is is positive and it's taught it's like thought about it's considered uh, if we just fucking sit back and let the world wash over us like a stone in a river it'll just slowly erode us uh we have to we have to be you know movable like Bruce Bruce Lee says, like be like a water. You know, take the shape of the fucking thing that we're in. And if we're able to do that and we don't fucking stand real still and cry about the old world and like, you know, reminisce about old cartoons that used to be on. Remember how good the Thundercats used to be? And then you watch the Thundercats and it's actually shit. It's terrible. <laughs> He-Man used to be the coolest shit ever and you remember it. And then when you watch it, it's, it's a glorified advertisement. They bought the fucking toys from from japan and went what how can we sell this to stupid americans i know let's make a cartoon about it like that when you find out that shit you're mm. like no man we got to do our own thing and uh yeah. it's great to be on thanks for having me i know you got to yeah, go and, we'll, uh, we'll do this again we'll, yeah, this awesome. we'll for sure do it again uh um, gordo
4: i'd love to have you on sometime too if you, get, yeah, let's you do know, it man. when we find time right
5: <laughs> we get six hours and we do that shit Fuck like yeah. I, <laughs> i'm able to go later i'm able to go later so we can do something we can do something later and then um, Oh, uh, cool, cool. I I feel like you yeah. guys didn't talk so much, and I'm like, oh no, I oh, know I did that thing that I do at dinner parties. And I'm like the pedophiles, the pedophiles. Like, but uh, oh, I know it's no that's okay, no, we, we all do crazy. it. We all
2: do it though, no, so we're we used were, to it. Yeah. We've done that's it, it before, but it we was like great. It your perspective and i haven't heard that so i just wanted to listen but to when
3: it. i mouth vomit i actually like diarrhea like you you were very articulate i'm <laughs> i'm not
4: i'm just like ah yeah and pressure <laughs> moments with my father going oh yeah well how is this true i'm like ah uh, <laughs> yeah. i don't remember but it's real
1: <laughs> just, just, yeah, <laughs> yeah trying
5: to remember the guy's name you're like
1: oh yeah yeah Hang
5: on. you bad. gotta get your phone out you're like ah, let me google it real quick <laughs> let me, let
1: it here. yeah all oh right, guys. guys.
3: That's I what ruined Christmas. Love you all. Thank you so much for coming, bye Andy. Bye we love you. so much. Uh, Peace out. See, see, you. see you guys soon.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple.